Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. I want to talk to you about praying to change the atmosphere. All of us have an atmosphere around us. And you know, you can, you can feel it many times when the enemy has been on your trail. Do you know what I'm talking about? When the attacks have been on, when things are not going the way that you want them to, there's an atmosphere. What about when in your home, now I know this probably never happens to you all, or at least not very much, but you know, if there's strife in the home, husband, wife, or the children, you know, people get in strife, families get in strife, that kind of thing. And we've talked about this before, and you go knock on the door, and you're going to be, and when you open the door, what happens? The atmosphere comes out the door at you. Yeah, you know there's an atmosphere there. It's not a good one. So when we're talking about changing the atmosphere, it's changing it from the wrong kind of atmosphere that is around you. Maybe it's something that has come into your life through a door that's been opened, or maybe it's just through an attack that the enemy... um, has come at you with, or whatever the case may be, but there's an atmosphere that is attached to that. And when we pray, the atmosphere is changed and it's charged by the Spirit of God to do some remarkable things. And it's called breakthroughs. It's called answers. Now, tonight we're going to have prayer and people are going to receive prayer. And I'm believing that as we pray, the atmosphere in their life and the circumstances surrounding them are going to be changed as we pray. I do not believe that when I pray, things remain the same. Do you hear me? God is looking for people who will rise up in their authority and the power of the Spirit and use that prayer to change things. We need to pray. We need to change the atmosphere in this nation. So it's time for us to take our place and change the atmosphere that is around us in our lives, in our church, in our nation, because God has given us a position in Christ. I want you to turn to the book of Romans, uh, chapter number five, and we're going to look at verse number 17. But And as I'm doing that, I remember years ago, I don't know how many, but some years ago, I, I did a series uh, called Take Your Seat. Take Your Seat. And, and how the, I came about that, you know, the Bible says we're seated together with Jesus in the heavenly places. We have a seat. We have a, a position, if you will, a reserved seat before the Lord in the heavenly places. And we need to take that position. We need to take that seat. And we need to rule and reign through that seat. Now, I read this in an article just recently, and it was amazing to me. Um, and, and it was a man sharing, and he's a kind of a prophetic person. And he was sharing about how when he would get up in an airplane and he would look down, he knew God began to move on him prophetically and say, now you're, you're up here and you are in the position to where you can take authority and you can pray and you can see some things happen because you're 
in, in the heavenlies. You're up above. And, and the reason that I was so struck by that article when I read it, because God has spoken the same thing to me. I've been many times up in airplanes, and it's like the Holy Spirit just begins to speak to me, and I begin to see and understand when I'm up above like that. See, we're not called to be below, and we're not called to operate on this strata here in the earth. We're, we're called to be seated in the heavenly places and take that position. If you think about God right now, where he, he's in heaven, seated in heaven, and who is beside him? Jesus. And who is beside Jesus? We are. We are seated with him in the heavenlies, in that realm in the heavenlies. And see, we look and we see here and we see what's around us. And that's how we operate and function with everything that is around us. But we need to get our eyes up and we need to get the vision uh, that the Lord has for us, that we're seated with Christ in the heavenlies. And he as a king, what he said, we're, uh, we're kings and priests to our God. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Isn't that what he said? So we in that heavenly position are to take that place. Oh, I wouldn't say that. You know, that's blasphemous. No, if you say what the word of God says, it's not blasphemous. I'm seated with God. I'm seated with the Lord Jesus in the heavenly places. I rule and reign. And that's why I turned you over here. I want you to see this in Romans 5, 17. It says, for if one man's offense, death reigned by one, that's talking about Adam, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Say that with me, reign in life. Reign in this life. You shall reign in this life. How? By one, Jesus Christ. And so you reign in the earth right now as a king and a priest. It doesn't matter if, if other people do not recognize that or they do not know it. Before the Lord, that's your position. And if you understand that, when you get in prayer, this atmosphere that I'm talking about can be radically changed. You're not begging for answers. You have faith, and faith moves mountains. And in that position, there are things that you are to declare and decree as a king. Doesn't a king, when a king sits on the throne, what does he do? I decree this. And I declare that. And what happens? Everybody listens to it. And I have just, I, I have this in my heart. If the body of Christ, if we could get to the place to where we understand that and we see that, then we would be acting a little bit differently. We're kings and we're priests under our God. And he said, we reign in this life. Circumstances will tell you, no, that's not true. People will tell you, no, that's not true. Other Christians maybe will tell you, no, that's not true. But where did I just get this from? The Bible. 
And so the Bible says it. And so let's get in agreement with God. Get in agreement with God and see the atmosphere changed. Amen? Now, instead of watching the devastation that the devil, you know, wants to wreak in our life, then we take to our position seated with God in the heavenlies and we start making our declarations and our proclamations before the Lord. You know what you need to do and what I need to do? We need to meditate on that. We need to think about that. And when you meditate on something, it's not just a quick, you know, thought. It's you think about it. You think about your position in the Lord. You think about what He's called you to do. Now, it's through Jesus. If you try to do something on your own, you're going to have a big failure. But if you're in Jesus Christ and He's in you, you can take your stand in the Word of God and you can see some things change in your life, in your church, on your job. It doesn't matter. Everywhere this will work. Ephesians 1, 19 through 23, and this is out of the New Living. Um, and that's, you know, quite a few scriptures. So hang on. I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. You see, we, they're heavenly realms. And in these heavenly realms, we function and operate as God's people. We have authority if we take it, if we step out uh, to walk in it. Now, he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else. Some think they're greater than God. They're above God. But they're, they'll find out. Not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ. Now listen to this. And has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. And it is made full and complete by Christ. Now, if we think about that, Jesus is the head isn't and we are the body of Christ and the head and the body go together and Jesus had the authority do you think the body doesn't have the authority no in Matthew before he ascended to heaven he said all authority has been given unto me therefore you go he said, I have the authority. I'm sharing it with you because I'm going to heaven. And now I'm going to function and I'm going to operate through my body. And we are the body of Christ. We're in different positions, you know, in the body. Uh, and so, but we all are a part of the body. And we need to walk in that authority that God gives us. And, you know, you can hear that authority, authority, and it it really, you know, sometimes you can hear it and you think, nah, I don't know about that. But you know what? We have authority through the head. We have been given authority and we've been given power. It's the same Holy Spirit 
that, le that raised Christ from the dead, that lives in us, that moves and brings resurrection power to work in situations and circumstances that we pray about, that we bring before the Lord. Amen? So we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realm. We are kings and priests unto God, and we have the right and responsibility to declare and proclaim. Amen? Ephesians 2.6 in the Amplified, it says, And he was raised up together... And, yeah, he has raised up together, if I could read my writing, with him and seated as with him in the heavenly places. We've been raised up with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are seated together in the heavenly places. So, as a Christian, it's very important to take our position and take our seat in the Lord. Amen. Um, Isaiah 21, 6, it says, um, For the Lord has said unto me, Go set a watchman and let him declare what he sees. Now, the watchman is in a special place. The watchman is in a tower. The watchman is up above. And see, that's where we are. We're in that heavenly realm. We're above. And, and, and the watchman sits there and looks out to see and understand what's going on around. And God wants us as His people to be watchmen upon the wall, to watch in the watchtower. So many times, um, you know, you read about where uh, a people, they, you know, they were attacked and they were surprised and they didn't know the enemy was coming and they were destroyed because they didn't have someone in the watchtower and they didn't have someone watching. But through prayer, we can be people who watch and we can be people, if you, if you look at this word watch, let's just see, uh, let the watchman, uh, and that means the watchman is, it's like prophetic prayer, I will say that. It's like prophetic prayer and it's someone who peers looks out, it's someone who leans forward, and it's someone who observes. And we are to be watchmen in God's family. We're to be the people who peer, who to lean forward, to look and to see, and to observe some things. Amen? And then it says to this person who is a watchman, let him declare what he sees. Now, the word declare means to announce, to expose, and to predict. We're to announce some things. We're to expose the enemy when we see him. If you're in that position of prayer, God will begin to show you as you lean forward, so to speak, in the spirit, and you begin to expose and declare things uh, that need to be um, that need to be dealt with, and you announce. I announce to you, devil, you are not doing this to me. I see what you are up to. I see what you're trying to do to pull me off into a ditch or one way or another. You know, you can you can get up in the morning, and everything for a period of time can be. You know, the enemy's just trying to trap you. He's trying to get you in strife. He's trying to get you. Um, 
uh, to be out of sorts, to be unkind, whatever. You know, he and, and what you have to do is you have to declare some things. No, devil, you're not going to get me. I'm not going to mistreat that person because they mistreated me. I'm going to go get him a cup of coffee. Let him declare what he sees. And the word see has to do with discernment. And you peer into and whether it's good. The discernment is whether it's good or evil. You know, some people think discernment is only evil. It's the devil. But no, that's not the true discernment. And it's not the gift of discernment. The gift of discernment can be good, godly, or it can be evil. But everybody thinks discernment. It's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. And it could be, but it's not always that for sure. So you can see through this elevated position, we can change the atmosphere around our situation. You don't have to have somebody else. It's good to be in a place like this where we believe together and we can pray together, but you don't have to have a group. You can take your seat, so to speak. And you know, when you're, when you're a watchman, in prayer, there, there are some things that are important to remember. I'm just going to talk about these real briefly. There are four things you need to remember that God is good all the time. You need to settle that. If you don't settle it, you'll be confused in your praying. You need to understand that nothing is impossible with God. When we can't do anything, He can. Number three, everything that is needed to be accomplished was done at Calvary. It was settled there. And number four, we are ambassadors of Christ and carry delegated royal authority. Regal authority. That's what you and I are to walk in. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.